This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. What's good, San Diego? Welcome in to Gwen and Chris on this Tuesday afternoon. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, back in the building. Matthew Scravey, just being Matthew Scravey. At it with you for four hours today. Monday Night Football, though, may have not seemed like it was going to be a great game. Turned out to be a pretty good one. Titans upset the Dolphins. And then on the flip side, who Green Bay end up losing to again? Oh, the, the Giants. The Giants. All of a sudden, uh, looks like there's a quarterback controversy. As much you know, fun as we've made of the young man in New York for living with his mom and you know having his meals cooked. He's out there cooking on the field, Chris Ello. Uh, I didn't see that game. Oh, you didn't see uh, that. I was obviously watching the other game. Uh, and uh, I was happy. trying to avoid that for you for just a yes. little bit longer. I, I, I didn't see any of the Giants game. Oh, no, actually, I did see some of the Giants game because ESPN decided to go split screen. Yeah, they double boxed. Like five or six times during the second half of the Dolphin game, I was livid with this. <laughs> I'm sure you I were. I kept yelling at the TV, if I wanted to watch the Giant game, I will switch over to the other channel. I don't need to watch both games at once. Please give me a full screen. I was already watching on a tiny little screen on the airplane as it was. I was not pleased with that. Oh, wait, so you had the airplane screen. I had the screen. airplane screen, oh, and then wow. they double boxed in the second half. So <laughs> You're not looking at anything. At I, I'm not really looking at very much, <laughs> and obviously the Dolphin game was uh, up for grabs in the second half. I'm just happy to be here today, guys. Oh, I'm just happy to be here today. Let's, let's talk about your travel. Then. Well, uh, it, well, if you saw the end of the Dolphin-Titan game, and if you are a fan of the Dolphins, you would understand why I was a little sour uh, during that maybe 15-minute period when the Dolphins ha- managed to give that game away. Well, I was on the airplane when this was happening. Oh, man. Nowhere it's a go. good thing. It's a good thing that they didn't just stop the flight and throw me off the back end of the wow. plane. <laughs> I wasn't pleased. I mean, this was a pathetic performance by the Dolphins in a 
you know, in a game that they absolutely have to have if they want to get where they want to go. Now, right. if they just want to be, you know, in a middle of the pack right. in the mix of the playoff hunt, that's fine. But if they wanted to get the top seed, they had to take care of business last night. And despite everything that the Titans did to give them the game in the fourth quarter, I mean, give them the game. I mean, two fumbles on your own five-yard line in a row. Miami still managed to blow that game, and now we have to wait and see, you know, just how long Tyreek Hill's going to be out or if he'll be out at all, if he's going to be able to, you know, soldier on through this ankle sprain. Here's the thing that I've noticed in the first three quarters of the game last night, guys. I don't know if you thought this at all. Tyreek Hill, if he goes on to break Calvin Johnson's record, has got to be the MVP of the league. I agree. Because the Miami Dolphins without him are just ordinary. They are no better than ordinary without him. You could argue that they're not even ordinary. Because when he left the game, all offense like disappeared. Nothing. They might not even have gone out on the field. That's how... Quickly, they were getting off the field in three and outs. No, they, they uh, could not score in. from the five-yard line on back-to-back drives. They finally scored on their last two chances from the five-yard line. Tua Tonga-Vailoa can't find a receiver. He's dancing around in a pocket. He's got an offensive line that is broken down. Teron Armstrong is out. Now they lost their center last night for the season. Uh, the Miami offensive line is in tatters. And but, but it all comes down to Tyreek Hill. As soon as he goes out, Jalen Waddle completely disappears. You don't even see him out there well, because I mean, they just double-team him. It's not even just that the passing game falters when Tyreek Hill. No, out. you can put another you, safety you, up and run there, coverage. There's, there's, there, it literally affects the entire playbook when he's Everything. out of the game. Everything. It's and a so complete if that mess. doesn't tell you most valuable, because all of these things have been true, they just have been able to cover it up, because Waddle has not been the same all no, season long. the offensive long. line's been the, a mess the offense, all year. And, and they've been able to cover it up in a major way by having him out on the field. Yeah, he's And when good. he went off for that little, that time that he, he left yesterday, it was nah, very obvious. It was ugly. They were in trouble They were him. ugly to watch. I mean, they weren't even they weren't anywhere near what the Miami Dolphins have been all year. Uh, Tyree Kill's got to get the MVP vote. But, of course, in order to get it, he's going to have to come back and lead them into the playoffs. And, again, we'll just see how much pain he can put up with. But... One more thing on the Dolphin game, and then we'll go to other stuff. Scraby, you're going to agree with me on this one. Wait, real quick, before you go to this. Go ahead. Yesterday we had a caller call in and basically say that he's become a Dolphin fan because of you, that really? is true. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> said is that? we asked him what fan of what, what team he goes. He's all, I'm I'm a Dolphin fan now because of Chris. The really? most <laughs> underwhelming answer of all time. Why is that? I wonder. Well, I welcome to my world of agony every December. Then, because December is always the uh, the uh, the um, kryptonite for the Dolphins. I mean, they get to this point every year and then they fall apart. But here's here's what I'm going to say. Just one more thing on this game last night. And uh, Scraby, hmm. you can you can jump up and down and agree with me. Okay. If Mike McDaniel ever calls another fade pattern <laughs> on the five yard line again, I'm going to call for his immediate dismissal <laughs> as coach of the Dolphins. 
And any NFL coach who calls for a fade pattern on the five-yard line should be deemed to join him. It is the worst play in the history of football. Miami called it three times on the goal line last night. Got nothing. Tennessee called it once, and they got nothing as well. They It, it, it is such a bad play. I cannot stand it, and they keep going to it. Aside from the fact that it's a bad play. The Dolphins don't even have close to the personnel to even run that Right, play. you gotta they have got a big Calvin Johnson <laughs> might be able to reach up over right. somebody and make they, that catch. They don't have anybody remotely that size. So anyway, I was I was obviously disgusted. And you know, Tony, I mean just imagine if you're watching the end of a Laker playoff game or one with big ramifications, fourth quarter, calls aren't going your way, team's not playing well, you're letting the game slip away. And you're on an airplane. You can't jump up and down. You can't scream what you want to scream. So it's a difficult evening. Let's yeah, just put it that way. This is this is when you, you would rather be in your house by yourself. Yeah, I didn't want anybody seeing me <laughs> exactly. as I watched the end of this game you last can be night, as and I was weird slinking or down. As and, upset. Yes, and you can do anything you want. You want to. You want to. And you know, and curse at the TV. And or ESPN screen. keeps playing this. Stupid double box. I mean, I wanted to murder the people at ESPN. Like, I care at all about the Packers and the Giants. If I did, I'd watch that game. Now, I enjoy the it. double box more than anything. Well, of course you might. You didn't have a say in the yeah, game, let, but I, gar- I guarantee if they the did that to a 49er game no. with everything on the no. line, you'd you know be why? ticked off. Because be I watched pissed. I watched a lot of my games on the phone anyway, so I'm used to a smaller screen. Can somebody screen. tell me why, another, since we're on the other football game real quick, why in the world were they showing Tommy DeVito's uh, parents? No, his agent on the sideline. Uh, have you oh, was seen he him? the guy with the slip hat? <laughs> have you seen him? <laughs> he was. He, he had to know I'm on the field today. Yeah, man. I gotta he put, was. I gotta he, put my best. And he was standing next to the quarterback so he could get some airtime. Oh, of course. He's trying to get some more. Uh, some more. I mean, you know, Tommy DeVito is, NFL, is playing pretty well right NFL, now. He, hey, look, no doubt. And the NFL is going to be soon banning him from coming on the field. I'm sure. The agent? Yeah, because yeah. he's a distraction. <laughs> he's just on the field with a top hat and a zoot suit on out there. Oh, my goodness. Good for him. Uh, uh, no, and Tommy DeVito showed up yesterday in like a pink coat or pink He looked fur like he coat. stole that right out of his mom's closet. It was closet. crazy. You know what I'm it saying? Like that was one of the, his mom's outfits from like back in her young days. Yeah. He just started to throw it on, it seemed like. It did. It, it, did, it was didn't very go bad. with anything he very had. Very bad. On. Uh, nonetheless, all right. That's the football for you, uh, Tommy DeVito. Able to put together a winning drive to to give the Giants the the victory and what I would deem the other upset of uh, oh, of it's unbelievable. Night, I sure. mean, it, you know, the Dolphins and the Packers are not happening almost on a daily and nightly basis right now. Go back to Thursday night. I mean. Uh, what was it? Pittsburgh lost to New England uh, last week. Jacksonville lost at home to Cincinnati. I mean, it's every single game practically in the NFL does not seem to go the way it seems, and that's why I find it fairly comical right now that you know these the pundits who follow the NFL are are trying to figure out who's going to be in the playoffs, who's not going to be in the playoffs based on the results of their last four games that are still on the schedule. Who knows who's going to be where when it's all said and done? Yeah, nobody I think does. the only thing that's a decent, sure thing right now is the 49ers, and even they were only ahead by five points in the fourth quarter the other day to a backup quarterback. So Do not try to take away from the 49ers. I didn't take yes, away. Yes, you did. 
I said they were like, it was a close game. The point point is, is it was a close game. Every game is up for grabs in the NFL right now. That's all I'm saying. Even the mighty 49ers can be challenged by a backup quarterback, which happened the other day. That's all I'm saying. That's all he's saying, Scrape. Don't get all all butthurt. You're going to win your Super Bowl trophy this year, and if you don't, it's going to be a complete, utter failure because Mm -hmm. they're really, right now, to me, is the 49ers and 31 other teams. I think that's accurate. I, I, I really don't see anybody even close to them. The Cowboys might be able to give them a push in a playoff game, but we know the Dallas Cowboys can't beat the 49ers in the playoffs. And I don't see anybody in the AFC. I mean, if Baltimore's the number one seed right now, they get taken to overtime by the Rams, who are four games behind the 49ers in the standings. The AFC is a mishmash, and anybody could emerge out of there, but nobody's going to emerge good enough to be anything but at least a double-digit underdog to the 49ers in the Super Bowl. And if you don't want to hear that, Scraby, then leave the room. But that's just the way it's going right now in the NFL. These other 31 teams, who knows? Yeah, leave the room, Scrape, if you don't Yeah, leave hear the it. room. I, I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's leaving. Leave uh, the room there. That just means that you guys have to talk for a full four hours. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's a good point. Good yeah, point. get back good in. Uh, we, uh, Matt Snyder will join us a little bit later. Everybody is uh, up in arms about this deferral money, and uh, unfortunately for you folks who are up in arms, tough cookies because this is this is where it where it's at. There will be no MLB stepping in to do nothing. We'll talk a little bit of that a little bit about that. We have a Chris's fantabulous sports game show. Oh, it's going to be a good one today, guys. Good one today. The Daily Gambit, nice. Chris versus the Fan, the Big Five. We'll all have it here in our four-hour show. Uh, We'll talk about uh, where Seth Lugo landed as well. But when we come back, we'll talk some more baseball, plus some Matt Ariza news. You remember the punter from San Diego State who has really had to disappear after the allegations. Something new, something fresh has come about. We'll talk about it when we return. More Gwen and Chris. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the program. 219 is the time. Definitely sour today, but that's what when uh, that's what happens when your favorite team loses a big game. Uh, at least it does to me. I, I, I get sour for a couple of days and I have to try to finagle my way through it. And football's the toughest because you don't get to play for another week. Yeah, make up for there, it. There's no game coming anytime no, soon. No, and then it's, uh, my wife's going to want to watch uh, Hard Knocks tonight. I'm not going to want to watch. No, because you know. I have you no desire to. <laughs> to relive the mess that was that loss last night. Uh, I have a question, though. Yeah. Why was the Dolphins-Titans game a big game? Shouldn't the Dolphins have just taken care of business against a bad team? Oh, here you go. Well, it's here a big loss, go. okay? It's not a big game. Okay, what, say, what do you want hey, me to say? I mean, he, it's a he, bad loss for a team that I know skin. he is. He's I don't know. No, I was making a, a no, legitimate it wasn't point. A, you're right. No, you it were. wasn't a big game. It was to me. I mean, to me, every every Dolphin game is a big game. You could lose any game in the NFL. That was my point at the beginning of the show that you disagreed with. And... The uh, Titans proved it last night. So, uh, anyway, I have to get get beyond that. Uh, there is some good news for Matt Ariza, the uh, Aztecs' former punter who's been basically excommunicated from the National Football League, blackballed, whatever you want to say, after all of those charges were levied against him uh, at, the, uh, at the party at San Diego State several years ago. Buffalo Bills, you recall, drafted him and then immediately let him go once the charges came out. Well, all the charges have been dropped. Everything, uh, the entire process has been basically dumped in the dumpster. So there's nothing on Matt Ariza. And I only hope, he's 23 years old, Tony. I'm only hoping that he'll get an opportunity, you know, to get back in the National Football League. I know these guys can punt, but he's a great punter and he deserves an op- at least deserves a good opportunity. He was what a number 1 or 2 draft what 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 round was he drafted? Was it lower than look. that? I think it was like uh, Yeah, maybe third, it was lower right. than that. But Before I say something, I'll look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a change in philosophy there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a little yeah. something new for you. I, um, yeah, I'm a uh well, I'm just round uh 6. Sixth round, yeah. yeah. I was going to say first round. I was a little high. But, you know, anyway, I mean, he's obviously a good enough punter to be drafted once. He, uh, he deserves this opportunity. I think everybody was – everybody rushed to judgment. Yep. Uh, we probably did our best not to rush to judgment on this very show, but it was pretty difficult not to, given all of the uh, sordid allegations against him. But it's a, it's, uh, now that this is cleared up completely, uh, let's stop attaching a scarlet letter to Matt Arise's name, and let's allow the kid to continue on with his life. I, I mean, mean it enough's does, enough. It does give you pause, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, when these situations come, and and there's no information out there, or or only allegations out there, and then for us, for us, we have to come and and talk about it on on radio. It does give you pause. Like when the next situation comes up and no matter how it looks in the public eye initially, it it, it is why we all should have some uh, reservation about speaking on it. I know. In terms of pointing the finger in a direction. We do our best to do that on this show. I think sometimes people get angry because we're not hard enough on somebody that's been charged with something. And this is why you can't be. You have to wait until it all plays out. Yeah. 
So good luck to Matt Ariza. Uh, good luck to the Aztecs, too, football, that are apparently, what, in the final running three teams, three schools in the running for that big-name quarterback who transferred from Colorado. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Is San Diego State's involved. There's, it's Miami of Florida, San Diego State, or Northwestern. What do you want to do? Do you want to go down to Miami and be in the heat and humidity and hate your life? Do you want to go to Northwestern where you're not going to have any time to enjoy yourself because you're going to have to study 24 hours a day? Or do you want to come where it's nice and relaxing at San Diego come State? Come on, home, baby. Come on. So I, uh, hopefully that quarterback. I, and I, his name's escaping me right now, but... You guys know I'm talking about the guy who yeah, yeah, left I Colorado basically either. when Sean Lewis left Colorado. Yeah, I don't know his name either, but so, I know who you're talking yes, about. Yes, please. Scrape, come. You look like you're itching to say something. Well, this stuff happens all over the place. This this like uh, false accusation type stuff Ta- that uh, ruined people. Yeah. And Matt Ariza, you know, unfortunately, whenever you Google his name, those allegations are going to be at the top, and so people aren't going to go searching for the truth. They're going to take what's at the top. And I remember watching, there's a Netflix documentary about um, the some hotel in L.A. that was haunted. Anyway, so <laughs> there was a crime that went down in the hotel, and YouTube blamed this guy who had nothing to do with it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he wasn't this. even in the same country. He wasn't even around, but... His life is ruined because of these accusations, and these people face no repercussions for it. So I'm hoping that she, I, I'm hoping that the per, the people that are responsible for this accusation are taken care of in a way that's fair for Matt. You want you want the people who make wrong accusations to, to have to too. pay some sort of price. Yes. All right. Uh, do you want to punish uh, John Morosi or the uh, other guy from the Dodgers? We already talked about who yes. made well, uh, claims that Morosi Shohei Otani was going to Toronto because uh, the one guy's apologizing, right? No, what punishment for those the guys Dodger are reporter. is the association JP. with being wrong. Uh, do, That's sh- enough. Shall Shall we play a piece of? Uh, how do you pronounce JP's last name? Is it? I'm going to say Hornstra. Hornstra? Yeah. JP Hornstra. He okay. was the first person that. Quote, broke it that Otani to the Blue Jays was a done deal. Morosi jumped in on the report the that no, Otani yeah. was flying to Toronto when it turned out it was just some guy from Shark Tank. <laughs> just the way you say that is so ridiculous, yeah. but it's true. It's true. Uh, but J.P. Hornster was really the first guy anywhere that, that kind of had this story, and he's feeling some type of way about what he did and, and and the mistake that he made, Scrape. Yeah, so he put up a video on X a little bit ago, and it's a long video. So if you want to see the whole thing, go to his Twitter page, JP Hornstra, and you can see the whole four minutes. But here is a, a little bit of what he said and how he came to the decision to put out that tweet. So let's start with Friday. Um, two sources I trust from very different parts of the baseball industry told me that morning that Otani to Toronto was a done deal. Those words, done deal. Uh, My sources also gave me other details about what was happening behind the scenes, some of which I was able to verify with other sources, some of which I was not. If I could verify it, I reported it. If I couldn't, I didn't. The truth is, even people we trust can get duped, and anyone who claims that they know something might not actually know. The extent to which I got duped is something I wanted to take time to figure out. 
there's a timeline of events in the 24 hours before Shohei Otani announced on his Instagram that he was signing with the Dodgers that were probably a lot more stressful for him than for me. I certainly didn't wake up that morning deciding I wanted to torpedo my career or certainly anybody else's. Obviously, we know now Otani's going to be a Dodger. He isn't going to be a Blue Jay. Whatever he was feeling Friday morning, it wasn't a done deal. Hedging my original report by saying that Otani had merely decided to sign with Toronto wasn't enough hedging because the deal, to whatever extent he was leaning in that direction, was not done. There were people in Toronto and Los Angeles who, despite having all the confidence in the world that they knew how this would play out, were stunned um, on Saturday when this did play out. And at the end of the day, sometimes reporters just get bad intel. Yeah, well, uh, look, it, it is interesting because this guy's career, I don't think it's wiped out. I think he's doing the right thing by atta- you know, addressing it straight on. But it's going to be pretty difficult to buy into the next report this guy comes up with, yeah. uh, no matter what it is, no matter how sure of something he is. So, you know, he had he had sources. They were lousy sources, or they were at least sources that were willing to make him look like an idiot by, uh, you know, telling him what they told him because he went out and reported it. Um, a couple of things. First part, I said this yesterday. This is a byproduct of what happens when you want to be first and, and not right, right? This is mm-hmm. part of the risk that you take uh, when you want to be first. The, the other thing is, you know, fortunately for JP, society has a very short memory. And all it takes is for him to get a couple right where his name is on it. And, you know, we'll always think, oh, wait, JP got it wrong once upon a time. But you know what? So is John Heyman. So has, I mean, some of the biggest names in, in this industry. Bob Nightingale. Bob has gotten some wrong. Uh, uh, we've seen um, a Rosenthal get some things wrong. Like, that is going to happen. Now, it just so happens it happened to maybe possibly the biggest star ever in, in Major League Baseball. And so that may take a little bit of extra time. But uh, I think ultimately him, him and for his for for the, to both of their credit, John Morosi, both issuing apologies um, goes a long way and, and letting people know that this wasn't something you did intentionally. You're embarrassed by it, and so now everybody can move on. And hopefully, uh, they not get anything else. And you know, maybe it starts to shift things from being first to. Maybe wanting to get the story right. No, Gravy says no. Good luck. For some, yeah. for some it will. Good luck. For some it will. The good I think ones, more people, it will. more people just take chances they and like figure. Last guy got it wrong, so be it. He apologized and he moved on. Yeah, yeah. but you're you right. know what's interesting is if you're the first guy to get something right, we don't remember that either. Honestly, I mean, do you know who broke every single story that's been broken? I don't. No, probably you know? Jeff Passan. I mean, we. But no, he, I'm just saying, he's you broke don't enough know. to where that. That's the thing is, Chris. You is don't right. keep track of it. If you do it a couple times, everybody will just associate you with being the one that breaks it most of the time, right? I mean, that's the way it goes. Well. Uh, the Shohei Otani thing was destined to end this way. It, it really was because he wanted it. Nothing but secrecy. And there was so much secrecy that people made stuff that up. people started making stuff up, <laughs> and they ended up making it up, and they were wrong. And so now he's a Dodger for two million dollars a year, with six hundred and ninety-eight million dollars of it deferred. Deferred, and that gets me to think of only one thing, guys. 
Bobby I'm going to root. No, I'm going to root for the Dodgers organization to go bankrupt. <laughs> so they can't pay. Him. <laughs> Ten years, Shohei Otani will be going. Where's my six hundred and seventy million dollars? Six eighty. Six eighty. Whatever. It'll be a cautionary tale, my friend. Don't defer. Don't defer that kind of money because if the Dodgers organization goes bankrupt, guess who ain't getting his money? In twenty in twenty thirty two, when that headline comes across our yeah. iPhone twenty, at this that's point, right. Right, you're going to say, Pixel Chris, you called it. <laughs> the Dodgers fold. The and Dodgers Otani have folded. Otani doesn't Mo, get and Otani not going to get any money at all. <laughs> that would be great. That's the only. Those are two things we can now root for. <laughs> you guys are cold blooded. Two things we can now root for: the Dodgers to blow a chance at the World Series every season, and to eventually get so tired of losing out on the World Series <laughs> that they go under. that they just go under. <laughs> you know, we actually have a lot of Dodgers fans that listen to us, and I found out yesterday because I got some DMs for my opinions on this whole thing. I tried to tell everyone that this is not an opinion that's being made because of this deal. I've been feeling this way for a long time, but yeah, Scraby is not. I can I can actually stick up for Scraby on this. This is not Dodger hate from his point of view. This is Dod, This is just Scraby hate. Normal. Well, this hate, is normal hate, hate because yeah. he hates anybody that makes a <laughs> no, ridiculous amount of no, money. Yes, you do. It wasn't even about Yes, you do. As soon about, as you hear what somebody. Want, it's, you know what it is? It's about fairness. This is the fairness Thank you. scraping. It right? has nothing to do with Shohei Otani. Nobody else can defer any of this kind of money. Because... No, what I was trying to say before you guys rudely cut me off <laughs> is I went on my DMs after the you show went on last your DMs. night. And people were very angry. I got to say, some Dodgers fans are fair and balanced. And what did they say? What did those And they Dodgers were saying, say? hey, I understand why you're angry, but it's, a, it's not against the rules. So why can't they do it? And I said, they, they can. can do it, and oh, they yeah. are going to do it, oh, but yeah. they need to change it. And then the other Dodgers fans oh, no. are like, just like go, with pitchforks in my DM. Ah! No, there was a couple people that said that I need to – some expletives and get the Padres <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and expletives. This is what I get for growing up a Padres fan. Oh, and I'm they like, they uh, went personal. Personally, yeah. you, you probably don't know me because you know nothing about me. But anyway, so there. You want to take us a break? Sure. Matt Snyder, what did he think about Shohei Otani's deferred money and also the Juan Soto trade? Matt Snyder will be with us next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 239 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Matt Snyder will join us here shortly. Going to get all into this $700 million. I should say 680 deferred. Maybe Matt can tell us how the math math. Do you know how many people uh, on Friday before the when the Otani rumors were that he was in Toronto went and bet a lot everything they got a on lot. the Blue Jays to win the World Series. Everything Toronto's Toronto's odds on Friday went from 15 to one to eight to one. Yeah, he almost got cut in half. But uh, big those people were pretty down. sorry they did that. Now, how the does, next day. Can you change after the bet goes down like that? I nope. mean, even though the season no. is not. <laughs> even though the season. Oh, because the That's not how they is. build casinos, Tony. <laughs> they don't give you your money back when you're wrong. I don't, I don't bet on sports, so I don't yeah. know. No, you can't oh, get wow. your money back. That's, uh, that's just a loss. <laughs> I right. mean, unless the Blue Jays win it. I, I mean, mean, you know, you, you they know. could still win it, I you, guess. You got pretty good. Well, but you don't have the odds you wanted. No, those odds are not Those odds have gone up. All right, let's uh, jump to our phone lines. Our guest, Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, joins us. Matt, uh, I'm sure you've heard about this Shohei Otani contract at this point. And uh, a lot of people... No, what 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 is it? <laughs> yeah, appar- apparently he's, he, he signed this big $700 million uh-huh. deal and deferred 680 And people are losing their minds about the deferral part. Yeah, now, but he's going to lose his yeah. mind when the Dodgers go bankrupt, Matt. You just wait. <laughs> not going to um, get his money. For for our listeners, and maybe you can you can help uh, help some of the folks out here understand uh, the deferral, right? He's making $2 million a year through this contract. However, there's still, a, a, although not $70 million worth, still a pretty hefty price tag that's put on to the Dodgers, right? They're paying, I think it's yep. 48 how does the math math here? Uh, I don't know exactly, honestly, like how you end up with – because the luxury tax is supposed to be figured on average annual value, right? And that 10 years, $700 million average annual value is 70 a year. But it's something like 46.2 is right. what's going to count against the Dodgers the luxury tax. I, I honestly – I don't know how that all comes together there with the deferrals. Um, I, I'm not like a – Thankfully, we don't have like an NFL salary cap, and I wouldn't have been a salary cap guy anyway. Uh, I'm more like, hey, let me break down Hall of Fame cases. I don't need to get to the money. Um, do, do you but, see? Do you see the same issue that some folks see with this deferral money in it? And it no helping the Dodgers. I don't either. I was just I, I'm, I'm trying to see what. what yeah, I'm just trying to see. Because it's not, why, and that's the thing. It's not a hard salary cap. First of all, second of all, Otani is essentially costing himself money by delaying those payments for years in advance when there could be a bunch of inflation, but there's no uh, interest added on or no extra dollar value. If he would have had the 10, 700, you know, evenly divided throughout the years or even front loaded, that's a lot more money to him in the long run than it is the way he's doing it. So he's actually costing himself money by doing that. And he's not doing it so much to circumvent the luxury tax, which again, it's not a salary, uh, not a hard salary cap. So who cares? That's just money. Um, out of the Dodgers pocket and you know the Dodgers ownership has plenty of money um, but he is trying to do like 
you guys will have more money out of your pocket to spend in the current on free agents. And that is, I mean, it's relatively speaking, let's not paint him as Mother Teresa or anything, but that is kind of noble. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Matt, I want to ask you about uh, Friday. Uh, from your perspective as a, as a reporter that's out there always looking to break a story, what kinds of things did you hear Friday? Did you believe, as many did, that he was actually headed to Toronto? Were you not quite buying that? Uh, take us through those 24 hours from yeah. your perspective. <laughs> Uh, I thought it got all kinds of stupid. I did. I, I will say honestly, I, I did think that he was probably going to Toronto, but I did not think it was to announce a signing because it didn't make sense to me that he had to be there just to announce a signing. I thought because he just remember the start of the previous week, Monday, which was the winter meetings. There was reporting, and it was essentially confirmed by the Blue Jays that he toured their spring training facility in Florida, but he had not visited Toronto yet. So I thought he was just visiting Toronto. Mm. And then when there was that report that Kikuchi had, like, a reservation for 50 at a sushi restaurant, I I thought, again, yeah, I thought, again, if that is actually lining up with it being Otani, that seems reasonable, and that totally lines up with him just visiting Toronto and not signing a deal. So I thought, I was even trying to, to say to some of our editors, like, settle down. He's not signing with the Blue Jays today. I think he's just visiting Sure enough, I looked like a genius then when he signed with the Dodgers the next day. Uh, but I don't <laughs> – I wasn't saying any of this stuff publicly because I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not a great look on the people who who went a little crazy and thought it was legit. I also honestly don't think it was a great look for some other members of the baseball media to go crazy and act like it was such a terrible day by the baseball media world. There were Like two people made mistakes. And at least John Morosi, who is legitimately one of the nicest guys in media, no doubt. straight up owned it, apologized right away, was completely accountable about it. It's not the end of the world, man. I mean, I'm sorry that some Blue Jays fans got their hopes up, but such is life. Yeah, no, and JP, uh, JP did the same thing here today. He released his p- apology, and, you know, these things happen. They, these aren't the first two to ever do it. They won't be the last two, certainly, to ever uh, have one of these things go the wrong way. Now, let's talk about the, the whole idea that Shohei had basically a gag order. There was a lot of people up in arms <laughs> in that. But in essence, you can make the argument that it ended up getting to a number that maybe we didn't think of because of that. No teams had any numbers to compare it to. It was it, it was just the, the the teams that we knew. We This is the first time that I can remember us not having a number to base this off of. So, so the game that is usually played, and, and the best at it is Scott Boris. You always mysteriously see a, a leak that it's always a Boris client, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm hearing now the offer is over $220 million. And not only is it teams X, Y, and Z, but there's a mystery team That's involved right. now. Yeah, the mystery team is Boris Corp. Come on. <laughs> uh, the, the thinking was always, and it makes sense, if a team really wants a player and they see a number out there higher than theirs, then they will offer higher than that number. Um, this might reset the curve there in terms of nobody knew. So maybe the Dodgers kept going higher and bidding against themselves just to make sure nobody beat them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's possibly a new way to think about it. And like, I have cautioned people on a lot of the reactions to this. Like, let's not go crazy with, Hey, this sets precedent for, for this, this, and this, because yeah, who else is Shohei Otani? Right. I mean, nobody else is a, is a Cy Young caliber pitcher and all, and one of the best sluggers in the league. Uh, so it's not like we can say, oh, 
there's going to be so many more guys approaching 700 million. No, there aren't. Not for decades. Um, but as you mentioned, I hadn't even thought about it before, but it's a great point. The bidding process, maybe that will start to become more of the norm because it probably worked. Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, is our guest. Uh, obviously, Otani is the big news in baseball. Uh, my last question on him, take us through the Dodgers now for the next year or two. I mean, uh, yeah. what are they going to look like? Uh, where, what are they going to do with him as a pitcher, you know, in a couple of years? I mean, they're getting two superstars if he ends up coming back to pitch. Uh, you know, they need those, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, what are, where else do they still need help? Or I mean, because people are just, like, giving them the championship right now, and I, I don't know that that's not a jump not in the gun yet. a little bit. Yeah. No, they can't be done yet. Because if you look at the rotation right now, remember, Otani can't pitch this year. Walker Bueller is coming off Tommy John surgery. Then you've got Bobby Miller, who was a rookie last year and didn't get to 125 innings. It was like 124 and third. Their number three right now would be Ryan Pepio, 78 innings of MLB experience. After that, Ryan Yarbrough should probably be in the bullpen. Emmett Sheehan, rookie hit or miss. Then it's Gavin Stone is their sixth starter. They need probably two starters if they need to get where they're going to be. I do expect them to be all in on Yamamoto then they'll probably trade, you know, maybe they trade for somebody like Corbin Burns or Shane Bieber or Tyler Glass now. But as currently constructed, they do not have a rotation. Um, also, the back half of that lineup, okay, so let's be clear. Mookie Betts, Shohei Otani, Freddie Freeman, ridiculous. Absolutely absurd top three in the lineup. One of the best we've ever seen. It's three MVPs in the same lineup. But then you get Will Smith and Max Muncy. Pretty good to really good hitters, depending on how they're going at the time. The the bottom of the order, James Outman, Chris Taylor, Jason Hayward, Gavin Lux. Lux coming off the torn ACL. Still haven't really seen him break out. A lot of question marks there. And they had a top-heavy offense last year, and they failed in the playoffs. And let's remember, Shohei Otani is not replacing all zeros in the lineup. He's replacing J.D. Martinez, who was an all-star DH who had a really good year last year with 33 homers and over 100 RBIs. So... I do think that they're going to get two starting pitchers. I do think they're going to go into the year as the best team in baseball and the World Series favorite. But I don't think that we should be going crazy and acting like they're the best team in baseball right now or it's automatic that they're going to win it all. They certainly have a lot of holes now. Typically, the Dodgers, the way they operate is those young pitchers that were okay to above okay get better the following year and maybe yeah. that fills the hole maybe that's what they're thinking but they certainly but, but they'll also be careful with their workload that's right that's right they'll certainly kind of baby them as we saw them do Udius for a, a quite some time there in LA who do you think the next domino it seems like Yamamoto is the next yeah. domino to fall followed maybe by Blake Snell how, how quickly do you think this comes uh comes together in either case um here in the next couple of weeks well, Yamamoto's got a date on it. It's not until January 4th, but he does have to sign by January 4th or else, or else he can't come okay. to Major League Baseball this season. So I, I do think that he probably – they don't want to get up against that deadline, and it seems like he's, the rumors are starting to get hot around him. So probably Yamamoto and then Snell after that. I thought maybe Cody Bellinger would be the next position player to go because he's the, he's the biggest name left, but he's also a Boris client, and I know there's a lot of – uh, questions about how real his offensive bounce back was last year in terms of can he sustain it moving forward. And when that's the case, it leads me to believe that Boris will believe Bellinger's offers are lowballing them, which means that he's content to wait into January and February and hopefully not March 
but um, maybe Matt Chapman on the position player side. Um, there, there are several teams that have some deep, deep-ish pockets that could use third baseman help right now. Maybe the Mets, maybe the Cubs. Um, we'll see what the Blue Jays do. I think they'll probably pivot to Cody Bellinger. Um, those are the biggest ones right now. Who should go next? Matt, uh, who should the Padres sign, given uh, what's available, given their situation after the Soto trade? I don't know that they can be set on their starting pitching yet because I don't know that they nah. can guarantee any of these Yankee guys are going to gonna slot in other than Michael King. They now need a center fielder and a left fielder because they traded Grisham and Soto. Yeah. So wh- where should they be looking based on what's out there? Well, on the starter, and I've mentioned him before with you guys, and I still think it's worth kicking the tires on Lucas Giolito and seeing what kind of deal is being offered if if they're, if the Potters are comfortable with the payroll enough to do something like a one-year, $20 million deal on Giolito. I don't know if they would want to do that, but it's only a one-year commitment. That would be something to try to reestablish value, not unlike – what Cody Bellinger did with the Cubs last year. You reestablish your value on a one-year deal after a terrible year, then you hit free agency again. That's something that could be mutually beneficial. Um, in terms of the position players, it's, it's tough to know because you don't know how much money they want to spend. I mean, we've seen reports all over the place, but uh, there are some cheaper guys who you could take chances on who could fill a gap. I don't know what Michael Brantley is going to get, for example, but that's somebody – a really, uh, he, he's long hit for good average. He can play left field, but he's getting up there in years. Yeah. Um, and he's been hurt a lot the last two years, so you don't know what you're going to get. But again, if you can't spend that much money, these are the kind of risks you have to take. Yeah. Because then you can get somebody cheaper, and then you hope that there's big upside there. Uh, he's just he's probably the first one that comes to mind there. If you're looking at somebody similar to Grisham, glove first with some offensive upside, maybe Michael A. Taylor. Again, depending on how cheap you can get him, something like that could work. Yeah, the Padres' uh, options, or I should say holes, are, are plenty. And the options, I think, are, yeah. are few in terms They're dwindling. of at that price tag. Uh, as always, Matt, appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us. Uh, we'll do it again maybe uh, in the next couple of weeks as, as uh, more people sure. come off the board. Sounds good to me. We appreciate Take care, it, guys. Matt. Thanks. Matt Snyder, CBS Sports there on Gwen and Chris. Um, yeah, lot, lot of, lot of things for the Padres still to address. Still, quite a bit of time to do it. Um, but you know, what pool are they, uh, are they swimming in? Yeah, is the question. It is a question. And how many season tickets are you going to buy out there if Michael A. Taylor's the center fielder and Michael Brantley's in left? I'm not. You know, it's different from Brantley, where they were. Brantley, we love. We could see We've him. Talked as, about I could see him as a DH, right? Because the Padres don't have one of those as we speak right yeah. now. And yeah, it, Brantley'd be perfect there. But, so, yeah, and Michael A. Taylor's not going to move the needle, but that might be what they need. You know, I mean, somebody to bat eighth or ninth, hopefully hit a little better than Grisham. In did. the same way, track that down fly balls. They may have to, in the same way that they had to do last year with the rotation and bringing in Waka and Lugo. They may have to do that on the position player side yeah. a little bit this year. We'll see. We, we Unless they get they John make, Lee. They can certainly make some trades, too, that could, uh, yeah. could change get, that. Or get the Korean. Or you get Hung Ho Hung Ho? Are you sure it's Hung Ho? I'm pretty are you sure, sure it's not Jung Ho? It could be Jung Ho. I don't know. Or, yeah, or Young Ho? Yeah, maybe. Could be any of those. Uh, if you know, hit us on the chat. Let us know which one. Tony likes Hung Ho.
Well, I think that's like how it is. I think, that's, I think it is. Well, maybe yeah, it is. I think it is. If it is, then it is. All right. Well, we're going to go with that then, too. We're told otherwise. <laughs> okay. Chris, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, the Bulls. I don't know that they didn't have a ring of honor, but they're about to have an inaugural one, and there could be some some TMZ-type beef involved. Uh-oh. I'll explain. Is Michael Jordan that. keeping Horace Grant out of there again? No, no it's not Michael and Horace. It's Michael, it's Michael and Scotty. Scotty. I knew it. More, more Gwen and Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 